last time on Adequately Advanced Magic. There's a big flushing sound, and each of you guys are rudely ejected onto the floor. Name's Jack. How about you? Niklaus. I am Hercure. You see a white rabbit wearing a black tactical vest on its back, and also a, a small black beanie. And then you take a closer look, Hercure and Jack, you realize that you are in the sky. He pulls out a little, like, it's the corner of a sheet of paper. Niklaus reaches down for it. You guys need to get off this ship. Let's get out of here. So Jack goes over to the linen basket, takes out those big bed sheets, and then turns to the others and be like, will this work? And the three of you, one at a time, slam into the roof of a warehouse. And then you guys just hit nearly every possible shelf on the way down. Welcome to Falcon's Reach, a city in which magic is technology. You're listening to Adequately Advanced Magic. Uh, all right. Gonna see who wakes up first. <laughs> uh, Niklaus. Niklaus, you awake with a start. <gasps> Am I in pain? What do I see? You feel surprisingly okay. The last thing you remember is crashing through the roof of a warehouse and slamming into every shelf on the way down to the ground. So I'm like, oh, so that's... That's how I died. <laughs> Is this the afterlife? You take a look around the room. Sleeping beside you are Jack and Hirkir. Are we sleeping or just unconscious? Or dead. Yeah. <laughs> if it's... If you can't tell the difference, does it matter? <laughs> Worst afterlife ever. <laughs> I take stock of my body. What do you do exactly? I'm like, I look, I try to sit up if I was laying down, and like, experimentally, like, clench my hands and like, wiggle my toes. <laughs> yeah, you're still a person, as far as you can tell. <laughs> Niklas, you take a look around, and you are in an incredibly small apartment, consisting of just one room. You can see that there is a small kitchenette and what is presumably a restroom. The area that you're sleeping in where Hirkir and Jack are, there's just three dirty mats. And it's actually the only part of the apartment where you can see the floor. The rest of the abode is covered in pieces of scrap metal, discarded appliances, and occasionally the bizarre metal sculpture. There is a window facing out that has the, the blinds drawn, but you can hear the sounds of a, a busy market outside. Behind the kitchenette, someone has rather unceremoniously knocked a hole in the wall, leading to what you would assume is the next door apartment, from which you hear loud banging sounds. I check my pockets. Do I have that uh, baton that I had before? Mm, no. <laughs> uh, seeing as I'm unarmed uh, and in an unfamiliar place with somewhat less unfamiliar people, I, I go over to them. Your new friends of one hour. An attempt to, <laughs> to rouse them. Uh, I go to uh, whoever was closest. We can say it's Jack. Yeah, so I go up to Jack and I like give him a slight like, hey, hey. And I like, sh gently shake him. Do I wake up? I mean, do you wake up? Yeah, you wake up. Oh, okay, all right. And so Jack is like, you know, he's kind of groggy. He's like, what? What do you want? What's going on? Where are we? I don't know the answer to any of those questions, <laughs> but I need you awake because there's a banging sound. I'll what? go get okay. her care. Okay, okay. Then so. I move over to her care and I do the same things. Like, hey, hey. Do I wake up? <laughs> yeah, you wake up. <laughs> How do I feel? Surprisingly okay. <laughs> all right. So it doesn't check to make sure all of his parts are attached and functioning. He looks up. Is there a hole in the roof? There is not a hole in the roof. Hmm. Huh. Alright, I'll sit up and, and take in the tiny abode. And then he'll say, where are we? 
<laughs> I have no idea. I've never seen this place before. Okay, is there a door in this room? There's a hole in the wall, so we can just hop oh. through that if it, if it comes to it. That's yeah, there's there's a hole in the wall, and there is another door that, based on the positioning uh, of the window, you would presume that it leads to a hallway. Okay. So Jack Jack gets up and mumbles, "Let's let's get out of here." And he goes to the door and tries to open it. Yeah, you you head to the door and it it opens. What's on the other side? There is a hallway. Huh. So he turns to Nicklaus and asks, uh, "Hey, there's a hallway here, but you said there's something on in that hole too." There was a banging sound coming through the from the other side. Huh. Is it a good banging? <laughs> Unknown. Okay. Can we still hear the the banging? Yeah. Like, is it like does it, does it sound like a good banging or a bad banging? <laughs> do a do a perception <laughs> check. Uh, that's a nat one <laughs> with the plus zero. You try to determine whether the banging is good or evil, <laughs> and you detect general neutrality. <laughs> I think it's some type of machine. Should we take a look? Uh, I want to take a look at this room we woke up in uh, to see if there's any clue as to uh, either where we are or how we got here. Yeah, yeah. No hole in the roof looks weird too. Yeah, this is not a warehouse. We were we were like falling towards a warehouse, if I remember yeah. correctly. It does not seem to be where we landed. No. On a, a meta question for you, DM, uh, mm-hmm. are my health points where they were when I landed? Are they lower or are they full? I can say it's full. Oh, sweet. wow. It's been it's been a long rest. Okay, such been long rest. for a while. Very long rest. Such long rest. So I'm like, well, I feel better than when we we jumped out. I feel like I've had some of my injuries have healed. I don't know, how about you guys? I feel good. I agree. I feel good. We do have a tendency of waking up with no memory of how we got <laughs> to the place. <laughs> I'm going to look out the window. Yep. You pull back the blinds. You see that you are. Oh God, <laughs> yeah, the the sunlight is bright. You have to squint as you look outside. You see that you are on the eighth story of a roughly ten story building. Actually, I don't know how you would be able to see that. You see that you are on the eighth story of a building, roughly that is built. Much too close to the uh, the adjacent building. You look down at a narrow corridor below you, and you can see that there are dozens of shops jammed across from one another in this this narrow, narrow Just alleyway. Like an alleyway market type thing. Above you, you can see some improvised bridges and ladders that would enable a person to get from rooftop to rooftop. You're you're high enough in the building where you can see out. A bit of a ways. Sometimes there are some buildings that are taller than the one that you're in. Even from here, you can see the inner walls of Falcon's Reach, which separate the outskirts from the inner city. Seeing the walls also reminds you that you no longer have any form of identification, which would probably make it hard to get inside. But we are inside. Uh, You guys are like on the outskirts. Oh, so we're looking out in... So we're looking at the outer wall of Falcon's Reach. Yes. So we're outside that the main city. Gotcha. I relay this information to my companions. Yeah, from from uh, from your basic knowledge of the layout of the city, you can surmise that you're probably in the neighborhood of Westovaria. So outside Canaloon. Yeah, did 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 uh do I see anything in the in the room like that can explain how we ended up here? Uh go ahead and roll a perception check. Uh much better, nineteen. Mm-hmm. You see on the kitchenette counter your belongings, uh as well as Jackson Hirker's stuff. Oh, there are the swords and the batons that the three of you picked up, and also the one Magitek gun. The M pistol. 
I, I let the rest of the group know that I've, I found our belongings and I, I remarked to them, it, if we're in West Bavaria and we haven't been robbed, we're in a strange situation. Yeah, let's let's try. Jack is like, yeah, I, I want to get out of here. I don't. I want to get home. <laughs> <laughs> the banging from the next door apartment stops and you can hear some movement. Oh, no. And then the banging starts again. Okay. <laughs> is it closer now or is it still like, is it just still in the same? It's still in the same place. Okay. Jack, could you hear that, that banging in the hallway too? Or is it just from inside the room? It's, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know, Joey. Is it? Can I hear that from the hallway? Probably not. Uh, you can still hear it, but it's mostly coming from that hole okay, in the wall. Okay. Yeah, I, I so Jack just says, yeah, I can't. It's a little bit, but... How big is the hole in the wall? It's big enough for a person to fit through. Okay. I'm gonna stick my head through. Bold move. <laughs> yeah, you die. <laughs> Two guillotine drops from the <laughs> from the ceiling. <laughs> and Jack and, and Nikolaus stare in horror. <laughs> And resurrection is a giant mushroom. <laughs> yep. Uh, you poke your head through the wall into the adjacent apartment. Standing with her back turned to you is a human woman with dark brown hair in a tight bun. Uh, she's wearing a pair of dirty beige overalls, some oversized leather working gloves, and a a white shirt and a pair of goggles on her head. She's standing over a uh, a workbench and she's hammering at what appears to be it uh meta wise it looks like it's almost a microwave of some sorts hmm. okay what do you see <laughs> the three of you just stand there in silence so so jack J- jack also goes over to the hole looks yep. and sees this woman and Jack, uh, Jack turns to Hercule and says, she looks okay, right? <laughs> I guess Nicholas sticks his head through as well. Yeah, the three of your, the three of your heads are just lined up, <laughs> like, one over the other as you peer around the corner, yes. spying on, spying on this poor lady. <laughs> Nicholas says, hello? She continues to bang on her microwave. She seems busy. I think we need to go go up and get her attention. Maybe she can help us get out of here. <laughs> I mean, the door is open. Just leave, just... right? We could. Though she may have been the one that that helped us. Yeah. Let's 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 find out. So you may never know. So Jack Jack decides just to walk through the hole and get up right so that she can see him in her line of sight. And he like kind of bends down a little bit and and waves his hand and is like, "Hello, hello." Yeah, you head into this apartment and there's also just scrap everywhere. Okay. It would, you approach the woman and she sees you. Uh, she turns around and is like, "Oh, y'all y'all are awake." Yes. Were you the one who helped us? Who brought us here? Uh, yeah. I found y'all while I was out scavenging. How did you bring us three people back here? Did you carry us? You <laughs> <laughs> the logistics of Yeah, this. I just carried you on my backs. Wow. You must be strong. Just kidding. Oh. I have some... I had a, uh, a floating disc Magitech... Just threw you guys on it, brought you back here. Thought it'd be rude to leave you guys for the uh, the Gerblins. Gerblins. Oh, was that a was that a, a goblin warehouse? No, not necessarily, but they might have found y'all anyways. Well, I, I appreciate I appreciate that. You, you probably saved our lives. Yeah, you owe me like fifty gold <laughs> for the Magitech. What? And if we don't pay, what will happen? Uh, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, my name is Niklaus. Who may you be? Uh, my name's Audrey. It's a pleasure to meet you, Audrey. It's nice to, nice to meet you, too. What about, what about y'all? What's y'all's names? Jack. I'm Herc here. Okay, nice to meet y'all. 
Where are we? Uh, we're we're in West Avaria. Uh, this is the this is the Calamante building. Calamante. <laughs> yeah, Cal Calamante. The mountain of Calamari. Calamante building. <laughs> yeah. Is this anything in the rest of No. So the way West of Varia is set up, it's a lot of very densely packed, roughly 10-story buildings that are very, very close to each other. A lot of the time what happens is that the building or a collection of buildings will form basically a neighborhood or community. Mm-hmm. Other times, a building or a collection of buildings might be taken over by goblin gangs. It tends to vary. Anyways, are y'all feeling okay? It looked like y'all took a fall. There was this big hole in the uh, the warehouse that I found y'all in. Surprisingly, I feel okay. Yeah, we fell from the sky. From the sky, you say? Well, yeah. okay. It's a long fall. She just shrugs. Well, feel free to use that room for whenever, for until y'all feel okay again. I mainly use it for storage. Were those your uh, sculptures? Oh yeah. Did you like them? Yeah, they were. They were very nice. Oh, thank you. Is that is that what you do here? You 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 scavenge metal and then make sculptures from it. Well, I do that mainly for fun. I usually scavenge for yeah, scrap and. Discarded Magitech and Magitite. You'd be surprised what people throw away nowadays. Are you going to fix that hole in the wall? Oh no, I made that hole. This is easy for me to get over there. Oh. But what if we're living there? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> put up a screen or something. A metal sheet. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Add that to the to-do list. <laughs> So Jack is thinking, like, or he's, like, kind of inching away just to leave her be, and, and he just kind of, like, takes a step away, and he's like, well, don't want to keep you busy. Think I'm, think I'll be on my way out. Oh, okay. Thanks again for your help. No problem. Just don't, don't forget that you, owe, that you owe me 50 gold. Yes, ma'am. I'll be, uh, I'll try, try and get that to you as soon as I can. Yeah, I really appreciate everything that that you've done for us, and uh, we, I, we, I, I may take a day or two to get my footing here, so I, I may take you up on that offer of staying at your, your guest house. Yep, go for it. Alright, well, uh, I'm sure we'll I'll see you again. Yep, she turns around and starts Nicholas. hammering again. <laughs> yeah, Nicholas goes back through the hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you have to climb over some of the scrap that's on the floor. You basically have to wade through it. The, the only real place that you can stand in the apartment is where the three mats were. It seems like she was nice enough to move some of the scrap, if not reluctantly. <laughs> Is the kitchenette use usable? Uh, go and do an investigate check. I investigate the kitchenette. Fifteen. Yeah. You investigate the kitchenette. You find one leftover prestidigitation magitech. Hey! What does that do again? It's like a little cantrip, so you can do little minor okay. things. You can heat up or chill food. You can change the flavor oh, okay. of it. Wow, change flavor. You can clean, clean, clean okay. something. Does it look functional otherwise? Yep. Looks like the kitchen works. Yeah, you take a look around and you see one of these, one of these bizarre scrap metal sculptures, and one of them appears to be holding a scrap metal scimitar. I look, see if I can procure the scimitar from its clutches. Yeah, you're able to wiggle it out. <laughs> the sculpture looks notably sadder, though. Oh, well, I probably have greater need for this than it does. Maybe it's like a, like a, you know, an artsy scimitar, you know? Like, you know, one of the decorative ones, but like... She, it actually, she welded it herself. It's a scrap scimitar. Yeah. <laughs> scrap scimitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's actually super blunt. <laughs> it's actually a mace. <laughs> well, I don't know about you guys, but I... Don't think I can go back into the city proper. I'm kind of uh, still wanted by Valdivian. What do you do? Well, we we're definitely wanted by someone. Where's the are the walls just around the big circular areas? So West Ovaria and East, East Ovaria are outside those city walls. Yep. And Jack, Jack just kind of he's thinking trying to get back to his family, but I guess he does want to ask because 
Herker said that uh, not Herker. Nicholas said he 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 some he can't go back because they're still after him, right? Nicholas said something like that. That yeah, uh, yeah. I said that um, I can't get back into the city because I'm still wanted by Valdivian. So Jack Jack wants Jack Asley. So what what did you do? I was involved with there was there was an issue. <laughs> it's kind of complicated, <laughs> but basically the. Valdivian Corporation, of uh, which I'm a, a former uh-huh. employee, is 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 looking for me, and I I'm, I don't really want them mm-hmm. to find me, again, because last time I think they did, I ended up in a in a in a in a capsule <laughs> with with goo with you guys, so I'd rather not recreate that series of events. So what you're Fair saying right. is if 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 I stick near you, I might be putting myself in danger because they're looking for you. Well. I'm assuming that they they knew who you yeah. are, seeing as we were being experimented yeah, on. It was all the same facility where we came out of. Yeah, I, I don't know if Valdivian was was running that facility, but the Virecore were definitely uh, sent yeah. there, uh, and that's uh, as you know Valdivian's security forces. So I probably wouldn't recommend going through a checkpoint yeah. where they'll look up who you are and, and then uh, so. So yeah. Jack, Jack's starting to realize. So Jack is like, okay, all right, well, that's a good point. I was thinking about trying to get back to my family, but that seems unlikely now. So my lot. I mean, if you know a way into the city without going through a checkpoint. Yeah, I don't. But maybe that's something we can go look sure for. There are. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't. I'm not yeah. familiar. I mean, I have a friend in, in the city, but uh, I can try to get a message to him. But I don't know how much help he'll be. I don't have any friends. My last, my my best friend just died, so I don't know if I have any oh, uh, resources to help oh, out. Sorry for your uh, loss. Yeah, well, well, I'm trying to figure it out. I don't know. He just kind of we met up for beers, and he seemed really dodgy. He had actually just taken a job at uh, one of these big companies. Yeah, he's wearing this big overcoat when we met. He said he wanted to tell me something, and then his face just started melting. And then, oh God! Right, and uh, I ran out and <laughs> got caught by the police, and that's how I ended up. Uh, that's that's the last thing I remember before uh, meeting you guys in those tubes. And his head in the class is like, maybe I should be afraid sticking around this. <laughs> <laughs> what was the face melting of his friends? Yeah. Well, you guys think this lady can help us? So what do we got? We gotta get back in the city, or we're we just gonna hang out here for now. Seems like. We can't split up, really. Probably not. I don't know. They're all after us. Probably want to find out who's hunting us. Yeah. And I, I don't know how much time you spend in, in West Ovaria, but it's not the safest place to be on your own. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Is West Ovaria worse than East Ovaria? It's about equally bad. Victor's confused why anyone thinks it's bad. He thinks this is just normal. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can sell some of, some of our scrap metal. Her, her stuff? <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna back. we're just gonna take her stuff and sell it, or maybe this we can try and like sell her stuff. You don't need that, right? <laughs> we can like do a whole marketing campaign for. Her. We can throw in a <laughs> gallery exhibit or something. You know, we'll just turn into art art critics and all overnight. You know, Niklaus and Jack are just sitting in a powwow on the ground on the three mats. Niklaus, you sit there and you think for a little bit and you suddenly remember that there was like this, there was this rabbit. Oh, right. And the rabbit was like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> rabbit. Uh, tactical rabbit. That was sweet. I'm a tactical rabbit, but I'm a tactical rabbit that also gave you something. Yeah. So as, as we're discussing, you know, the events, uh, Niklaus was like, oh, oh, wait a second. And he like... He goes through his like coat pocket, and on the inner coat pocket, I think he he put the little like postage sized piece of paper and like pulls it out. Yeah, it's it's smaller than the post-it. It's it fits on the tip of your finger. Post-it stamp. Oh yeah, it's actually smaller than the postage wow. stamp. Whoa, damn! It's like a microchip. Yeah, it's. I thought it was yeah, a piece of lint, but no, this <laughs> is the paper. Yeah, <laughs> you you spend like a couple of minutes going through the little lint, lint balls lint, in your lint. <laughs> yeah. tissue. Ah, quest item found it. <laughs> yeah, you find a incredibly tiny sheet of paper. So peering at it, there's like tiny 
squiggles that could be letters, right? Yep. Like my eyesight is good, but I can't read anything on here. Can you guys see this? I look at it. Yeah, you can't. They, you can, you can make out that there's like something there, like barely. So none of us can read it, then, right? Yes, that's correct. All right. Is there like a magnifying glass at all in the room, or something that can help us read it? Do a perception check. Four. You start pushing around the scrap and the appliances that are on the floor. A couple of seconds later, Audrey comes in and she's like, "Uh, hey, could you all, could you all not move my stuff around? It's, it's where it needs to be." Oh, sorry. Hey, do you by any chance have like a magnifying glass? Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, can we borrow it, please? Well, yeah, you gotta come over here. Okay, all right. So Jack comes over there. I guess the, the, the crew follows with the little <laughs> piece of paper. Yep. You head back into Audrey's room and you see that she has a magnifying glass attached to on a stand that connects oh. to her, her her workbench. Like one of those like bomb maker magnifying glasses. <laughs> Not the first metaphor that jo- I would use. Jewelry, jewel, jeweler. But yeah, yeah, it's like that. Okay. So it's okay if we use this for a sec, we want to read something, and our eyesight's not very good. Yeah, go ahead. Hercule, you want to- who has the- who has the paper right now? Whoever has the paper, you want to go uh, take a look? Yes, yeah, so I, I, I walk up and I position it. Does it have, like, those little, uh, alligator clip things to hold things? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, so I clip it with the alligator clip, and then I pull the telescoping magnifying glass over it. Yeah, you pull it out to the focal length, and it's it's still too small. That's what? how small the writing is on wow. this thing. Wow, it's not super helpful. No. Yeah, Audrey comes over and she says, "What are y'all looking at?" No, uh, we're tra- we're trying to read this piece of paper. Why did you write something on such a small sheet of paper? <laughs> That's classified. It it was given to us by someone with really small hands. Well, let me take a look. Sure. Yeah. Just just uh, take a look. She heads over and she squints through the magnifying glass and she says, yeah, that's that's way too small. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, did you have an idea where we could get a more powerful magnifying glass? Well, I don't think the magnifying glass is your problem. The uh, You know, if you had some enlarge slash reduce Magitech, you might be able to make the paper bigger. That's that's true. Uh, <clears throat> you wouldn't happen to know where we could find something like that. Well, there is there is an abandoned museum, supposedly with a bunch of Magitech, but number one, it's abandoned, and number two, it's abandoned because there's supposedly lots of monsters in there. Well. Allegedly. Maybe there are no monsters. Uh, well, it's, it's worth... Taking a look, I guess, um, and I, I get like the the map quest directions from <laughs> how, <to find laughs> how to find the place. Yeah, I can I can mark mark it on your map. Great. While you're there, could you grab some Magitech for me? I guess. Yeah, that, that'll help. Uh, hopefully, towards that that fifty gold we owe you, and I give her the finger gun. Yeah, uh, I also sell some Magitech as well, mostly the cheap stuff. I don't know if you wanted to take a look. I mean, I don't have any money. I have this baton. Would this be worth Barter it? and trade. <laughs> Give you like 10 gold for that. Do you have anything that costs <clears throat> 10 gold less? Let me see here. I have uh, I have light, produce flame, press the digitation, some dancing lights, and a long strider. Hmm. I also have a bunch of these casters. Yeah, she pulls out a box, and inside are is basically a mechanism that uh, the the latest of a model of a device that basically holds the Magitech <clears throat> and the Magitite. Oh, okay. They're very wand-like. There is a wooden handle with a receptacle near the top, and for the Magitech, and then above that is another receptacle that is in line with the handle that holds the Magitite crystal. Once you put everything together, it sort of looks like a magic wand. Hmm. We can be wizards. I can I, I can give these to you on credit. These are real cheap. These are like five gold. We'll just put it on your tab. <laughs> it's very generous of you. Um, you yes. wouldn't you wouldn't have happened to have anything that that would uh, that would heal. 
not right now. That stuff is pretty rare out here in the in Westover area. Mm. Uh, what do you, what do you guys think? Is there anything that that caught your fancy? I mean, she'll just she'll just give you the casters. Oh, I'll go no. ahead and take one of them. Yeah, I'll yep. I'll take one too. Can't hurt for the for the five gold that you owe, the extra five gold that you owe her now. So you owe her like sixty five now. That's fine. <laughs> You gotta spend money to make up. spend money to make money. <laughs> you gotta take credit to make money. Yeah, <laughs> that's how the world works, right? <laughs> yeah, that's how that works, right? Mm-hmm. As long as there's no interest, then we'll, we'll be okay. Um, Jack Jack also looks around and tries to see if there's anything that he could eat or ask to eat. Go and roll a perception check. It is an eighteen. Yeah, you see that there is a sandwich made up of mystery mass mystery mass that is just sitting on her kitchenette all right it's a spam soy spam soy based spam oh god lab lab grown lab grown <laughs> lab grown spam. spam it's just one sandwich though right yeah all right jack doesn't <clears throat> want to take his one her one sandwich she was probably gonna eat so he doesn't say anything but he looks at it wistfully longing does does Nicklaus see see Jack's wistful stare? <laughs> yeah, we can say so. Okay, I'm like, uh, Audrey, you wouldn't happen to know somewhere we could get a bite to eat for real cheap because we have no money. <laughs> I don't, I don't know about no money, but if you go down to the market that's just outside, sure you could find something. Could I, could I get that that uh that ten gold for this for this baton? Oh yeah, you want it to go to your credit or uh, your you want to go to your debt, or you just want? I'll take the gold for now because we haven't. How how long have we been here? Because I don't think we've eaten the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, you can you can take the yeah. Here here's ten gold. Take that baton. Thank you, I, I appreciate it. She takes it and starts whacking the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad it it's helpful. All right, guys, let, we have some money now. We can grab some to eat. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Thank you, Audrey. We'll, we'll, we'll probably check out that, that museum and if we find anything good for you, we'll, we'll bring it back. Okay, sounds good. See y'all later. Bye. Right. Try to get some of that shiny stuff for me. Keep an eye out. Shiny stuff. The three of you enter the hallway. The hallway itself is pretty dirty mm. and is made of simple concrete construction that's not very level. The hallway itself is very narrow. Like Single file? Yeah, so narrow that if you if you opened the door all the way, you'd probably hit the other side. And there's bits of trash here and there. As you head into the hallway, you do see that the apartment on the other side of the hallway is for sale for 2,000 gold. It's a lot. It's a lot. The hallway leads to a staircase, which then leads to a door that leads outside. Once you enter the quotation mark street and quotation mark you see that it is a narrow alleyway with small shops on either side and they are just all crammed in from here you can see just a sliver of the sky that's how close these buildings are there's magitite wires pipes occasionally some post boxes some signboards and some neon lights and frayed posters that are dotting the walls in between the stores even though it's morning it's already pretty crowded, not because there's a whole lot of people, but because there's a total lack of space. And there's just lots of stores selling various foods, weapons, and other things. Nikos follows his nose to the best smelling place, <laughs> smelling, selling food. Do a perception check. That's going to be a two. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, you follow your nose. Uh, here, King Jack, what are y'all doing? I'm going to follow Jack. Uh, follow mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, although Jack is kind of like, he smells something else in a different direction, but uh, he's going to stick with the gang for now. Niklaus, you head down the street, eventually leading you to eventually leading you to a noodle shop. Is it busy? Is there a line? Is it deserted? It's deserted. Here, Kieran, and Jack, it doesn't smell great. <laughs> Probably can afford it then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the shop owner says, you guys looking for some noodles? <laughs> How much? <laughs> How much? <laughs> That'll be three gold each. Whoa. Seems pretty high. Yeah. What do you guys think? I mean, I don't know. Just question, like, is is yeah, well, is that a lot for a meal? 
It's pretty cheap. Pretty cheap? Actually. Okay. All right, well... I'm basically going to peg everything to the dollar. Okay, cool. Okay. So, like, uh, one silver is a penny? And coppers are, like... Because due to inflation, coppers are no longer, yeah, we, no longer yeah, used. We, yeah, they, they phased out the copper <laughs> a couple years ago. All right. Cool. So, Jack is like... It's gonna take us all our gold, but man, that's, that's, I'm getting hungry, and we can't go off looking for stuff up. on an empty stomach. Does do the portions look reasonable? They're not really large. <laughs> I'm glad this is what we're spending all our time <laughs> on. the The portions the portions aren't very large, but they're they're like a solid average. Yeah, hunger hunger yeah, is the best. Over sauce. Nine gold. Three, yeah. three bowls of noodles, please. And can you make one spicy? Uh, yeah. What flavors y'all want? Normal flavor. Got <laughs> spicy, nothing flavor. <laughs> Is there salty <laughs> and sweet? Oh, oh, you're looking for that umami flavor, huh? <laughs> Jack, Jack is I'll like, I want, I want the nothing flavor. <laughs> All right. The guy goes behind his stall and he starts making the noodles. The three of you watch him work. He basically just pulls out some sort of tofu-looking noodle product, throws it in a bowl, pours some water in it, <laughs> and then pulls out a prestidigitation magitech, and then flavors it accordingly based on your choices. <laughs> so Jack, you get the flavorless one, so he doesn't even pull that out. <laughs> Nick Klaus, you get the spicy one, and here, what did you get? The umami one? Yeah. Yeah, he he does those respectively, and he just slides it towards the three of you. Thanks. No problem. Kirkir begins slurping up his noodles. Yeah. Okay. The only flavor you taste is umami. Yum. Niklaus begins also eating. I mean, he's lived in poverty most of his life, so it probably isn't that far off from <laughs> his usual fare. Jack detects a flavor. <laughs> Jack also eats, but you know, for him, like he doesn't want to risk eating something fancy and, and messing up his stomach, so that's why he has nothing flavored. <laughs> How spicy is Nick Moses? He had to go and ask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go ahead and do a Constitution saving throw, Roy. So I rolled a three. I have a plus five, so that'll be eight. It's too spicy for you. Nicholas is so hungry; he just continues to to eat it. Powers through it. Just sweat pouring down his face. It's also going to hurt you later in different ways. <laughs> Mainly through your butthole. Hopefully, but... hopefully there's a second constitution saving throw for that part. <laughs> Alright. Let's head to the former museum place. Yep. The three of you finish your noodles, and you start to head out of the neighborhood. As you do, you see there is a armed dude. He's not wearing, like, a uniform or anything. He's just standing at the entrance into the alleyway. Does he have any sort of insignia or anything? Not really. The Next to him is a is what appears to be a job board. As you approach, the guy waves at you guys. Is it, like, just a friendly wave or, like, come over here? It's like a come over here for, like, a hot second wave. He's able to convey all of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's only for a hot second, guys. I can tell I mean, it, way, it'd, be, so. it'd be rude to to ignore the come over here for a hot second wave. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 I walk that way, and I, I, I give it a little, uh, I can only have a minute wave back. We're on two, right? So we have our equipment. Yeah, I have my yeah, two swords correct. and then pistol. Yeah, he's he just has his pistol in his holster. Okay. As y'all approach, he says, hey, Hey, yo. Uh, are are you three the the three that uh that Audrey dragged in? I don't recognize you, so I'm just assuming. But feel free to correct me. Yeah. Okay. I take it. I take it. You guys aren't from here. Not here per se. Yeah, we're we're <coughs> we're visiting. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, once once you get out of the the gate here, it gets sort of dangerous. Okay. Yeah. And uh, if you if you're looking for jobs to do, I'm guessing Audrey probably says you owe her money or something like that does she say that to a lot of people well she she does she does run a business so there's a job board here if you want to take a look <clears throat> is there anybody is there anywhere sorry uh nearby that you would recommend we avoid i would just be careful there are some goblin gangs around here things have been sort of testy with them recently thanks for the warning what was your name oh my name is james hi james i'm Niklaus. nice to meet you oh, yeah, so nice to meet you guys Nice to meet you. Yeah, we try to we try to run a tight ship around here. 
Who's we? Uh, me and the other neighborhood guard. Cool. I'm sure your neighbors appreciate that. Jack, Jack goes to take a closer look at the... You do see one wanted poster and like another another posting that is just tacked on. Wanted poster. Constance Lee. The FRPD is offering a reward of 1500 gold for the capture of Constance Lee. Constance Lee is wanted for alleged involvement in a counterfeit art scheme. Lee is believed to be responsible for the production of several artworks sold to private buyers in North Elise. Lee is said to be highly skilled in painting and the creation of forgeries. She is to believe to be operating from West Ovaria. Another item says, 300 gold for assistance removing some mushrooms from my closet. See Hortense in apartment 2305. Hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of money for removing mushrooms. Hey, James, do you know anything about this mushroom for Hortense? That that Hortense is posting. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Eh. He's he's been complaining about these mushrooms for a couple of weeks now. Don't really know where they came from. Sounds like something I should investigate. I can probably help. Can you uh, point us in the in the direction to uh, his apartment? Yeah, he points to the opposite building. Yeah, if you just head up the stairs, he should be on the second floor. Uh, th- thanks, James. Yep, have a good day. You, you too. See ya. <clears throat> so I guess we should just try to knock this out. It's an easy 300 gold, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. I proceed following the, the excellent directions given by James. Very <laughs> yeah. looks actually exciting. Jack, Jack is like worried they might be killer mushrooms, but so he's... But he follows. Yeah, I'm picturing the uh, the Last of Us mushrooms growing out of people's heads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the three of you head over to Hortense's apartment, and you arrive outside his door. Hercules, anxious and excited to uh, see what's going on. Yeah, you knock on the door, and from inside, you hear a voice go, "All right, I'm." I'm coming. Two minutes later, the door opens. Hello. <laughs> uh, hello, young ones. We're responding to your job posting about some mushrooms? Ah, uh, yes, I am Hortense. You take a look at Hortense, and he is an ancient elf with a long gray beard and hair. He's wearing a green robe that is definitely not of this century. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the... You guys are here to kill the mushrooms. We'll take care of the problem. All right. It's just down the hall in the uh, in that closet. Okay. I had, like, I just brushed by as soon as I know where to brush by. She's like, oh. <laughs> does he, like, does he, like <laughs> yeah, knock him down and he's, like, spinning? <laughs> yeah, he's, like, spinning. <laughs> Don't worry, Hortense. Cure Cure will, will take care of these mushrooms for you. All right. Thank you, young guns, very much. Cure <laughs> Cure, what are you doing? When I get to the, the correct closet, I, I open it up. You open the closet, and we're going to roll for initiative. Woo-hoo. All right. Cool. All of us, right? Yep. I was halfway expecting a uh, a closet to, to Narnia, but full of mushrooms instead. <laughs> and the Klaus rolls a five. Jack got a 16. Cure Cure got a 21. Dang. It's all that excitement to see these it's true. Mushrooms. He is charged up and ready to learn about some mushrooms that are being weird. Naughty. They're being naughty. <laughs> Teach him a lesson. Here, here, you open, you excitedly run into the, the apartment <laughs> and rip open the closet door. Inside the closet, you see that there are three purplish mushrooms just growing in the side of the closet. How big are they? They are like about three feet tall each. Uh-huh. Have they shown any signs of being hostile? Yes. The mushrooms have angry eyebrows and they're looking at you right now. <laughs> uh, here, here, it's your turn. Yes. Isn't the, like, the the Goomba mar- Is that That's a mushroom, right? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> is that what it looks like with the angry eyebrows? <laughs> yeah, but purple. Yeah, but purple? Okay. It doesn't, it doesn't have eyes, though. Okay. Just eyebrows okay. that don't look angry. <laughs> yeah, there's like some growths that look like eyebrows. <laughs> Alright, have I ever seen mushrooms like this before? Well, yeah, probably, actually. Yes, what do I know about these mushrooms? You know that these mushrooms usually live in caves, but occasionally they can get out and live in other 
dark spaces. Mm -hmm. They're a pretty common pest, especially in these gigantic buildings that are never see sunlight. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, uh, just based off the color, you know that it is called a... Uh, it is just known as Violet Fungus. <laughs> violet also, or Violet? Violet. Also known as okay. Violet Violent Fungus. <laughs> VVF. Underneath a little, like, mushroom head uh, are four stalks that are used to eat things. Okay. Alright. Can't imagine what they're eating in this closet, but I will attack one with my scimitar. Mm-hmm. That is a 10. Yeah, you hit. Two points of damage. You're <laughs> right. in your excitement, you see these mushrooms, and you're like, oh shit, these are dangerous mushrooms. You whip out your scimitar and you try to chop one, but it's sort of bouncy. It is bouncy. Yeah, so you get a you get a good whack at it. Jack? Uh, how far am I, am I away from the closet? Just say, like, 30 feet. You can get there in, like, a movement. Okay, so I'll, 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 uh, I'll hear this the sounds of... Uh... Procure slicing and dicing, and so Jack rushes forward. Uh, a bit more of a shave. Just a, just a little closer <laughs> shave. <shade. laughs> Gonna saute that later. Jack sees that Harker has already uh, tried to cut one of these mushrooms, so he also pulls out a, a short sword and also attempts a slice. <laughs> yeah, it's like Hibachi Chefs over here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and I roll a nine. You hit. Oh, sweet. I do nine damage. Wow. Yeah, I do one. I roll a six and then plus three. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot of damage. The maximum possible yeah. damage. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, you run up to where Hukuri is and you try to make a mushroom skewer. Succeeding to some extent, <laughs> you like you stab straight into the center of one of the mushrooms. Ha <laughs> ha. The, the mushroom eyebrows make, like, a sad eyebrow. <laughs> here, here, the mushroom that you gently patted with your scimitar is going to raise some of its feelers and try to gently caress you. Oh. Aww. Uh, only one of them hits, and it rolls a six. For damage? To attack. Oh, a six isn't going to hit. Jack, the one that you have impaled, he's also going to try and touch you. It also is going to make one attack, and it rolls a 12 to hit. Okay, um, that does not hit. Okay, uh, Niklaus. So there were three inside there, right? Yep. So, uh, Niklaus, who's kind of like by Hortense and like kind of like had his, his, his hand on his back, kind of like comforting him he pulls out the the caster and he casts ray of frost but he uses the caster kind of like to disguise the fact that he's the one casting the spell mm -hmm. um so then he casts ray of frost on whichever other mushrooms he can see, get a better line of sight on okay we'll just say it's like the the last mushroom okay uh so it's a 25 to hit 25 hits and there's 1d8 damage does eight damage, and the speed of the other one's reduced by ten feet. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to roll a sleight of hand check for me. All right, thirteen. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, it's back to top with here, here. All right, I slash again. No, I miss. That was a natural one. <laughs> yeah, the mushroom dodges out of the way. I'm not sure how. It like it like leans and stretches a little bit. <laughs> it yawns. <laughs> Jack. All right. I will try and impale it again. But this time, before impaling, he uh, he turns to Hercule and he's like, "Hey, why are we attacking mushrooms? <laughs> These are dangerous mushrooms, man." All right. Say no more. They're kind of a problem. Some of these buildings. All right. So Jack uh, kind of draws back his short again and then tries to impale the same one again. Mm -hmm. And he rolls <laughs> a nine. You hit. All right. And he does seven damage. Jack, you, you have second doubts about attacking these poor defenseless mushrooms. And then you're <laughs> like, nah. And then you stab it again. 
<laughs> here, here, your mushroom is going to reach out with its feelers again. They sort of wave gently in the air, and it's going to make three attacks this time. Oh, yeah. Uh, first attack is a 16. Okay. Second attack is a 6. That will not hit. Third attack is an 8. That will not hit. Alright, so one of them hits. It does 7 necrotic damage. As it touches your arm, the the flesh on your arm sort of rots. I, I know about necrotic damage. Yeah. Jack's mushroom is also going to attack, and it does 4 attacks this time, with one with each fueler. Jack... You're getting felt up, man. <laughs> it rolls a 7, a 13, a unnatural 20, and a 7. Well, the 20 hits. It does another 7 damage to you. Alright, and Jack is just kind of like, ah, get off of me. Yep, it stings. Oh. Alright, Niklaus. I kind of like guide Hortense to like his couch or sofa or lazy boy whatever he's got i'm like okay you need to stay here we'll take care of this and then i <laughs> kind of walk back towards the um the hallway hopefully breaking a little bit of line of sight from him mm-hmm. i still will use the caster to, to cast another ray of frost um at, which at the the same one so that's a nine to hit a nine hits nine hits six Cold damage and its movement speed is reduced by 10 feet. Okay. What does the Ray of Frost look like? So out of the caster comes a, a blue and white beam of shimmering energy. And it kind of has like um, snowflake-like little fractal effects along the beam that kind of like jut out as it shoots. Nice. Yeah. It slams into the mushroom. And the mushroom... Looks like it's been in the freezer for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little freezer burn. Light frost. Yeah. Comes down <laughs> freezer burn. All right, it's back to here, Kier. All right, I'm going to activate my symbiotic entity, so I get eight temporary hit points. So basically, I'm channeling magic into my invisible spores that are around me. So uh, they give me additional protection in the form of temporary hit points. And uh, my Halo of Spores feature does extra damage and my melee weapon attacks deal extra damage. So I think instead of being invisible, I'm suddenly you can sort of see a cloud of these uh, spores around me. And Niklaus yells back at Hortense, Oh no, the mushrooms are much worse than we thought! (laughs) (laughs) Hortense is like, My god! I haven't fought an (laughs) enemy like this for hundreds of years. (laughs) Alright, Jack. Alright, Jack is also like realizing that these mushrooms are serious, so he he takes out his other short sword and uh, strikes with both of them using the two-weapon fighting as his bonus action. Ooh. So, uh, I rolled a 23. Yeah, that hits. So I do 8 damage on the first one. That's the one with the modifier. Yeah, you slash once with your with the sword in your right hand, and you... Uh, do you want to describe it for us? Yeah, so kind of... It's like the first the impale, so there's like kind of like two holes in him. And then I slash between the middle of the holes, and because those two holes ruin the structural integrity, it just kind of falls off, kind of like beheaded. <laughs> yeah, it dies. Yes. And then uh, he turns, and then with the second one, he targets the the one that um, Hercule, the, the mean one that hurt her, that hurt Hercule. <laughs> <laughs> and so for that one, he also rolls a twenty-three. Wow. The damage. Jack is on a roll today. Six. Six. (laughs) Six damage. Max damage. Six damage. So, yeah, no modifier. Yep. And this one also wants to do the impale. That seems like a good strategy impale first and then slash. Mm -hmm. Skewer first, then chop. Yeah. (laughs) All right. The mushroom you have just impaled, he's going to do the same thing. I'm going to do my reaction first, though. Okay. He's within 10 feet of me. Yep. So, Halo scores. I can deal 1d4 necrotic damage unless it succeeds on a constitution saving throw. 
which is 13. All right, it rolls a nine. Uh, that is not enough, so it will take 2d4 necrotic uh-huh. damage. Take that mushroom. Four points of necrotic damage. Nice. Yeah, there's this mushrooms attacking mushrooms now. It's crazy. <laughs> it's a civil war. A mushroom, <laughs> mushroom violence must end. I mean, it's it's not a risk for Hercules mushrooms to turn against them, right? Like, he doesn't have to worry about that? My spores won't. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. They're not right. animate. <laughs> the, the mushrooms don't do feel any them? kinship with the enemy mushrooms, if that's what you're worried about. Okay, <laughs> good, good, yeah. It's a mushroom-eat-mushroom world out there. <laughs> uh, so it's it's the mushroom's turn. First attack, he's going to caress Hukir with a 12. <laughs> that does not hit. And then it's going to turn around and it's going to caress Jack with a 9. No hit. No go, Mushroom. Yeah, the Mushroom looks sad. <laughs> Niklaus. Uh, so the one I was attacking in the back is still up and about, right? Yep. So he, he just does another Ray of Frost. Seems to be working well. Uh, it's a 14 to hit. 14 hits. And he's going to do yes. 1d8 Frost damage. And so another 3 Cold damage. As the beam, once again, freezer burns the mushroom in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're back at the top with here. Freezer burn is no joke. Alright, going to attack with my scimitar again. 13. Just three points of damage. Here, here, you once again try to slice and dice this mushroom, but your scimitar is just not very sharp for some reason. The mushroom bounces back. Jack, it's your turn. Alright, so Jack is like turns his attention to that same mushroom that just got hit. He kinda like you know how like chefs do like their with their knife thing, like a ching ting. He does that with uh, both his swords. Nice, nice. And, uh, Intimidate the mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, slices slices uh does his first attack. Um and he rolls a 14. Yeah, that hits. Okay, and then for damage, he does 6 damage. Yeah, and this, then... this mushroom also dies, so go ahead and describe it for All us. All right. So, uh, so yeah, so the so Jack is uh, slicing, 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 and hacking at the same time. And uh, this time, you know, he didn't, he didn't do the two impales, just one impale, so it just kind of <laughs> teeters before, like, falling over. It's been shaved a little bit. <laughs> and uh, shaved, yes, yeah, shaved too. And so it kind of just falls on its shavings. You've lopped off its eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> An eyebrowless mushroom. And so Jack was going to get ready to hit hit the other, uses um, dual, what is it, two-handed, two-weapon fighting. But, uh, you know, he realizes that the, his first hit knocked the mushroom down, so he smoothly transfers his momentum and uses a second strike to target the last mushroom. Okay. For that one, he rolls a 21. Yeah, that hits. For damage, he does four four damage. Yeah, this one also explodes. Oh, wow. Wow. So go go ahead and describe that too. Double kill. And so <laughs> Jack, you know, swipes over, slices it, and the mushroom kind of like, kind of quivers a little bit before... Uh, toppling over, and then Jack gets on one knee with a stylistic flourish. Nice. <laughs> nice. Did Nick Foss is that it? Are they all dead? That was the one I was uh, shooting at, though. Oh, that's right, that's right. Jack finished it off. It's a great job, Jack. Jack, mushroom killer. <laughs> just got just got lucky, I suppose. So do the, do the floating spores go invisible again? Uh, after ten minutes, yes. Although, I guess maybe I can just turn it off. I'm like, Hortense, Hortense, they're all dead. I'm going to extract the mushroom corpses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, go ahead and can roll. Can we do anything with them? Go ahead and roll a nature check. Dinner, maybe dinner. I want to make sure they're not going to grow, grow back. Get some soup tonight. I don't know if you want to eat something that hits you and does necrotic damage. Yeah. <laughs> Six. <laughs> you try to scavenge the bodies of the dead mushrooms, is that correct? 
More or less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you take a look around. The mushrooms are perfectly diced. Julianne? <laughs> yeah, Julianne for uh-huh. cooking. One but... still still kind of frozen. Still got like, frost. <laughs> but you feel like it probably wouldn't be a good idea to eat these. Or that's what you assume. Oh, I don't want to eat them. Like, I want to get them out of this guy's uh, <laughs> closet. Oh, yeah, you, you, you can just like pull them out. Okay. Can I see sort of what may have uh, encouraged them to grow there? Yeah, go and roll an investigate check. Nine. Yeah, you you take a look and you do see that there is a level two magitite crystal I that was lost lost in here at some point. Take the crystal. Is it functional? Yeah, it's still functional. Okay. Huh. There's your problem. I return the magitite crystal to Portents. Oh, thank you. I was wondering where that went. Be careful with these. Those mushrooms are dangerous. Well, let me get your pay. It takes him three minutes to get to, like, the... It's a treasure chest full of copper pieces. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he has them in those, you know, paper rolls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he pays you in, in 30 stacks of... (laughs) <laughs> 10 silver rolls each <laughs> oh jeez takes a look at you guys as he forks over the money and he says there's something weird about you guys were you just casting magic there young man yeah these these casters are the, the latest uh, from what was the name of the, the magitech company <laughs> I forgot which one uh, that was Solstice Industries. Solstice, yeah. It's the latest from Solstice. The Magitech and the Magitite are stored internally. No, no. I mean, you were you were actually casting magic back in my day. People actually casted magic. Wow. I don't. I haven't seen that before. He winks at you. Oh, well, time to go. Well. If you ever want to come back and learn something, well, then do so. <laughs> You're welcome to come back. For lessons. Yes. I'm back. For lessons. Uh, back in my day, he continues on for like three minutes before he realizes that you guys aren't there anymore. Just <laughs> <laughs> pay our debts first. Should we just do that right now before we forget? Yeah. Sure. The way past James, I was, I uh, get the listing. Like we we did that for for Horten, so I'm gonna go ahead and take it off the board. Yeah, he's like, okay. Yeah, thanks. But let us know if any other good uh, things come by. Yep, sounds good. Thanks for helping out Hortens. He's he's a little bit old. Yeah, his 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 eyesight and memory probably not the best these days. Yeah, I think he had his last <laughs> like 754th birthday. Ooh, I can catch you later. All right. Where do you guys head now? Uh, we're, we're going over to Audrey to check out the 65 golden that we have. Yeah, the three of you roll back into Audrey's place, carefully stepping over the scrap stuff that's on the floor. She sees you guys walk in, and she's like, wow, you guys, wow y'all are back fast. We did a quick errand for Hortense, and uh, we got that, that money we owed you. Wow, y'all are real efficient, huh? Yep. How much was right. it? Uh, it it was sixty-five. Okay, I hand I hand over the rolls of silver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she mutters something about larger denominations, and then just takes <laughs> it. Uh, that's uh seventy-eight coins to each of us, one spare. Seventy-eight gold, sweet. You're rich. <laughs> we won't starve. <laughs> let's uh let's go to the casino. <laughs> So let's yep. get, us, let's get us through a couple of days. Yeah. Can we do a short rest? I could do to recover some hit points. Yeah. Is that too. short rest when you can? Do yeah, you can use a, the hit die. Yep. Like an hour. Okay. All right. So I rolled. Uh, I rolled two d ten and gave back ten hit points. Nice. So I, I feel spry as a spring yes, chicken. Yes. After short rest, ready to go. I do my my daily uh, meditation mantra thing. <laughs> yeah, the three of you lay down on your mats for a little bit for a quick mid-morning map. 
Yeah. Gotta have morning siesta and then afternoon siesta. <laughs> you wake up feeling mildly refreshed. Alright, we're ready to head back out to uh, the X Museum. Yep. Sounds good. The three of you head out from the neighborhood and into just this absolutely sprawling, expansive urban jungle. And then you slowly snake your way through a bunch of narrow alleyways and corridors. I thought those mushrooms were just going to be like, you know, you just kind of poke them and they they die. But they were serious. I mean, this is D&D. Everything can kill you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but when I heard they did seven damage to you guys, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then it had four attacks. Imagine if all four hit you, you'd be dead. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> uh, but were they, were they immobile? Could they not move? They can move like five feet. Oh. Oh. Oh, so good thing like I got that other per, one per turn. Good thing I was freezing <laughs> the other one, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess technically the mushrooms can dash. Oh my gosh. Dash wow. to 10 feet. Yeah, dash 10 feet. That's sort of terrifying. Yeah, that feet actually is perhaps the most frightening thing. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening, everyone. That's it for this episode. I do apologize for the slight technical issue we had this time around, but that's already been fixed for the next episode. If you enjoyed listening and you'd like to help support the podcast, please do share it with others who are interested in this sort of thing, or leave a rating and review. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.